0: Hello and welcome back. We're here again with the Real World Fitness podcast. So, not done one of these for a while. So, uh, about three and a half months ago, so probably right after I started doing these, uh, my wife gave birth to our little baby daughter. So we now have a three and a half month old little girl called Lila, who has completely turned our lives upside down. Like people have been saying to us, like, oh, you know, you're not going to get any sleep, or you know. Just the usual things about how life is going to be so much different when you've got a little person there to look after but you just you know you don't appreciate it. and it's not a case of you know one of those people where i think like i know everything and that you you know you're ignoring what people are telling you but it's just people tell you what it's going to be like but you have no appreciation for actually how much they take over your life until you actually get in that situation and you're there with you're not getting much sleep know her needs come over your own so I have a new appreciation I think from when you know I've worked with parents uh, a lot of clients over the years have obviously had kids and you feel like you gain an appreciation of what they're going through once you actually have kids of your own that appreciation like you know you, you really get what they're on about when they say you know they haven't had time to prep meals or some days they've forgotten to eat or they've not got around to eating a meal. You're thinking like, well, how the hell did you do that? You must know that you need to eat. But well, the amount of days I've got up, started doing things for her, uh, and not had breakfast or things like that. You just you just do this time. She you know she doesn't give you time to eat, let alone to sit down and record a podcast. So when I've been doing that, trying to stay on top of clients and run a business and everything as well. Needless to say, this got put on a bit of a put a bit of the back burner. Um, and then, since then, I've kind of been making excuses, saying I was going to get back on and doing it, and eventually, you know, you, I sound a bit like a dieter, I keep saying I'm falling off the wagon, but, you know, despite the fact I don't like this whole no excuses thing, that you see a lot of p- trainers and people on Instagram posting all, oh no excuses, if you're coming up with excuse- excuses for things, are just not a priority, like, there's an element of truth in that, as much as I don't like it, particularly now I have a child, you, you do have excuses at times, however... With some things like this, you've just got to pull yourself up on it and eventually decide there's no perfect time to get back into it. You've just got to start doing it. So here we are. We're back here and we started again. So as I get it going, we will get some guests involved. So I sent a few messages out to people. So hopefully next time you won't just be sat here listening to me. But for today you are. So I figured off, i start again by just going over kind of a few conversations that I've had with people recently that have thrown up through a few good questions and a f- kind of a few good topics that I think will hopefully get you thinking a little bit differently about your diet, about your training and, you know, will maybe uh, help you out with, with a few of the things that you're doing with your own diet and with your own training. So the first one I want to touch on is your body is the most accurate measure of your calorie intake. So basically your body is the most accurate food diary. So no matter what MyFitnessPal or your food diary, whatever, says you're eating, your body will, you know, and the results that you're getting, so whether you're losing weight or gaining weight, that is the most accurate food diary you're keeping. So, you know, if you're keeping a food diary and it says that you're eating really well all the time, but you're not losing weight or you're not losing body fat, you're not losing inches around your middle, then you're just simply not in a calorie deficit. Now, you might be trucking everything into my fitness pal and it says you're only eating 1500 calories pardon me 1500 calories a day and your targets I don't know, 2200 and you're in a massive calorie deficit but if you're not losing weight then you're not in that calorie deficit now this doesn't mean that you're lying or that you're cheating and you know you're putting in the lowest calorie options or whatever it just means that you know from what you th- what you say what you're actually eating versus what's going in my fitness pile, there's a disconnect somewhere so that doesn't mean you know you're having a massive you know double cheeseburger and chips and things like that and putting in a chicken salad what it means is, is if you know if you're eating out you're putting in the best guesstimate you can do but it might be the numbers that are in my fitness pal that you know my fitness pal at times relies on people entering you know values for themselves and then other people kind of um corroborating it and say you know saying that it's right it might be wrong or it might be a case of you've not quite got the portion sizes right, or you know it could be that you know you've forgotten to put in a couple of things. It doesn't mean that you're lying. It just means that if you're not losing weight and your food diary is perfect, something's going wrong somewhere, and you maybe need to take a step back, look at the bigger picture, to then be able to look at where it's going wrong and put some strategies in place to to deal with things. And, you know, and it could be that if you're eating out a lot that there's just that that kind of inaccuracy it could be that maybe you need to weigh a few portion sizes out so things like rice potatoes um, you know so that you know what a portion size looks like for you um, because there are things that are, like cereal for example porridge oats you know rice you know you th- you think what 100 grams looks like it's a lot less than you actually think it could be um so you know if you're only eyeballing your portion sizes it could be something like that but you know as harsh as this sounds or as you know as much as it is tough love if you're not losing weight then you're not in a calorie deficit it's not a case that you're not eating enough food and your body's gone into starvation mode or you're not doing the right type of training which we're going to talk about in a minute or you know you've got a slow metabolism or anything like that it's probably a case of there's something going wrong that you're just not aware of, and you maybe need to take a step back, look at your diet as a whole and go, okay, where can I tighten things up a little bit so that I can create that calorie deficit. Okay, the second thing then, let's go on to training, is if you're training regularly, either in the gym, at home or whatever, and you're not seeing results, it's your diet that's the problem. So, okay, ideally, you want to be prioritizing strength training, you want to be lifting weights. You know, exhibiting progressive overload, so you're increasing the weight that you're lifting on the reps that you're doing on the number of sets or something like that each week. And ideally, you'd be doing that kind of three, four, five times a week. But it doesn't matter if you're, you know, if you're getting out for a run once a week, if you're going and having a game of squash once a week, and you're getting in the gym another three times, if you're doing things like that every week consistently and you're not seeing results, it's not because you're doing too much cardio or you're not doing enough weights or anything like that it's the fact that you're. it's easier to consume calories so to take them in from food to eat them to drink them you know whatever than it is to burn them off you know to you're always going to be limited to an extent with what you can expend in terms of calories so okay you can go get your steps up every day but you know we all have jobs we have kids to look after and things like that so you're going to be limited at some point with that And there's only so many times a week you can, you can train and you can exercise. And again, that's only going to, that's going to have a cap to it. You can only maybe go for an hour a day, three times a week or four times a week. You know, you can't keep, you couldn't keep training forever. Eventually you'll hit that fatigue point where, you know, you have to stop training. So there's only so many calories you're going to be able to expend. However, you can leave the gym, calling the takeaway on the way home pick up a pizza, garlic bread sides, and a six pack of beers, and suddenly, you know, you're three and a half, 4,000 calories deep, and you've eaten more than two days worth of your calorie allowance. So, all right, that's an extreme example, but it is far, far easier to take in calories from food and drink than it is to burn them off from exercise. So if you're exercising regularly, then, and you're not seeing results, you need to start looking at your diet. So you need to start keeping a food diary, you need to start taking pictures of your meals or something that allows you to increase your awareness of what you're actually eating because that's where the the issue is going to lie unfortunately okay and then finally number three you know diets are getting a bit of a bad rap at the minute so there's a lot of people out there that are saying that diets don't work and that you should stop dieting and all this kind of thing because that you know, that they're screwing you up, you know, you, you're going to, if you can lose weight on a diet, you're not going to maintain it, or, you know, you'll fall off the wagon and things like that. And it's not that diets don't work. It's either that the methods people use to diet are too extreme, or they're just downright mad, and people can't sustain it and can't stick to it. So they don't lose weight, or if they do manage to lose weight, they can't then maintain it because the diet was so restrictive, it doesn't work with their life. Or, and this is the one I want to look at it with today, is they can't stick to it because the expectations they have of themselves are screwing them up. So, for example, I always get it where you get, not always get it, but you get it at times where people come to you and they go, right, I'm going to exercise every day this week and I'm going to prep all my meals. I'm going to eat clean every day. I hit 10,000 steps every day. You know, I'm just going to, I'm going to nail it from this week onwards, but then on the other hand they've got a demanding job where they've got to be in the office from eight in the morning they've got meetings all day they're coming home in the evening that the kids to sort out the kids have then got to be a birthday party the weekend it's like you know where, where are you going to fit it all in where are you going to fit in those five training sessions how are you going to prep all those meals you know what you're going to do when you've got three client dinners this week where you're eating out in restaurants so there obviously something slips that you know they end up staying at work and they miss a gym session or you know that they're out in a restaurant and they end up getting poured some wine and they end up drinking that and then they beat themselves up because they've not stuck to their plan and because they've not done what they said they were going to do they think that you know they start beating themselves up and they start telling themselves that they you know they're bad at healthy eating or they, they just can't diet or some other story that they make up and they tell themselves in their head and eventually they give up so you know, the, the biggest thing is it doesn't matter if you're not perfect with your diet. What matters more is that you're consistent. The only way you can kind of screw it up is if you have like a set diet. So if you give yourself a set period of time to diet. So you say, right, I want to be lean for, you know, I've got a holiday in three months time. So therefore I'm only, I'm just going to diet for these three months. So it's like, obviously halfway through it, if you fall off it, then you're all like, oh, blown it now. I'm not going to be lean in three months your diet doesn't have an end point you're going to have a diet for the rest of your life so you may as well start trying to improve it so start working on eating more vegetables and doing that consistently for the rest of your life eating better sources of carbohydrate eating less junk and working out how you can have a takeaway at the weekend or go out for a nice meal and enjoy a bottle of wine and how you can do that without it causing you to have three bottles of wine you know whole tub of Ben and Jerry's when you get home or whatever you know without it causing you to have a binge or taking a load of a load of calories so how can you do these things how can you enjoy a bottle of wine as part of your diet how can you make sure you're eating more vegetables as part of meals that taste good that are easy to cook and that you enjoy eating because if you're doing that and you're doing it consistently and then you know you'd find a form of training that you enjoy so ideally you know some form of resistance training whether that be a circuits class or whether it be you like to go in the gym and heave heavy weights or you know wh- whatever it is whether it's crossfit if you can do it and you can do it consistently now and for you know a, a good chunk of the rest of your life then you're gonna you know you're gonna get leaner you're gonna uh, improve your diet you're gonna create a calorie deficit for part of it or whatever and you're gonna find it easier pardon me to lose weight get in shape improve your health and just generally feel good. But you've got to lose the expectations of being perfect because none of us are perfect in any area of our lives, but least of all in our diet. Because, you know, there are so many temptations, there's so many nice foods out there. And food isn't just fuel and nutrients anymore. It's not like it were, you know, thousands and thousands of years ago where food was like we had to go and hunt and scavenge uh, and get food because it was fuel and nutrients to keep us going food now is more of a social thing uh, it's obviously still fuel and nutrients but you know if we're in a bad mood food food helps us get through it food helps us to you know it picks us up and makes us feel good if it's social we go out with friends and we have drinks we have a nice meal and things like that so food is always going to be a part of that but it's making sure that you can have that side of food but you're also fueling yourself and you're getting the nutrients you need from your diet in order to be healthy so if you're expecting yourself to go for period of time where you're going to eat perfect, you probably need to lower your expectations to what is maintainable and doable around your job. So that might be, I'm going to get to the gym three times a week. I'm going to prep a lunch to take to work every day. And then if I eat out, I'm going to choose veggies or, you know, I'm going to hit 10,000 step I'm going to average 10,000 steps a day. So some days I might only hit 6,000, but other days I'll hit 15, 16,000 so that over the course of the week you're not beating yourself up because you didn't get there one day, but you're doing things consistently each week. So therefore you can go, actually, I feel good about it. I'm doing what I said I was gonna do. I feel positive, therefore I can keep I can keep moving forward, I keep building on it, and you're more likely to see positive results just by being consistent and lowering your expectations and getting off your own case with it. So that's it for today. Um hopefully this helps you if it does uh, you can check out my socials, so you can find me on facebook at coachrimmer.com or on uh, instagram and twitter at coachrimmer so feel free to drop me a message on there with kind of what you thought about this if you found it useful uh, if there's any topics you'd like to hear me talk about in the future if there's any guests and like that so I've got a few mates hopefully lined up who are going to come on over the next few weeks and you don't just have to listen to me jabbering on for 15-20 minutes or so Um, And if you did enjoy it, please feel free to leave us a review below, Uh, ideally five stars if you enjoyed it. If you didn't, just don't leave me a review or something like that. But yeah, that's it. And uh, we'll be back next time. See you again.